Welcome back to Process. I'm your host, Justin, with Effective Remote Work. If you're like me, you've spent probably countless hours looking at productivity advice and blog posts and YouTube videos and forum articles, trying to figure out a specific problem for your system or trying to figure out how to get your head around an issue that you're facing in your life. And many of these articles and blog posts and videos and the like talk about how amazing these specific tools are and how they've changed this person's life for the better. Now, reading productivity advice and watching YouTube videos on the subjects is not bad in and of itself. But there are some downsides of focusing too much on other people's productivity advice. We'll discuss in today's episode. But first, there have been a lot of great discussions happening over in our community forum at community.effectiveremotework.com. A few of our most recent episodes are based off of ideas that have come from those discussions in the forum. If you're looking for a place, if you're looking for a place to connect with like-minded individuals who are interested in productivity, remote work, and note-taking, sign up on our forum today at community.effectiveremotework.com. I'd love to see you there. Speaking of communities, this podcast is inspired by a topic over on the Mac Power Users Talk community. And there's a specific user over there and a link to this post in the show notes of this episode who shared some interesting advice and thoughts about solving productivity problems and building your productivity system. Over the years of observing the productivity world, I've seen productivity advice take on a number of characteristics and some of it's good some of it's not and some of it when it's left isolated meaning not considered in the broader holistic picture of life or productivity in general may not be the most effective for people let's take a look at some of the reasons why i think there are some issues focusing on productivity advice too heavily first and foremost productivity advice tends to be too focused on tools tools are great a lot of times tools are what help us get work done if you're a woodworker you're not going to be able to do your job very well without having tools, without having a saw, without having some chisels potentially, or a drill. Those are tools inherent to the job. If you're interested in productivity, more than likely you are some kind of knowledge worker, someone who works with information primarily. Tools like task managers, note-taking softwares, project managers, these all help the knowledge worker get work done. However, one of the main issues with focusing too heavily on tools is that you don't necessarily get the bigger picture advice of what it means to be productive as a person. You learn how to use a tool effectively and automate your life away and try to get that tool to do everything you possibly can to eke as much efficiency out of it as you are able to. But when focused too much on tools, you lose a broader sense of productivity in your life. That actually leads me into the second point today, which that productivity advice is often too focused on building systems. Building an effective system is often seen as the ideal outcome for seeking out productivity advice. How can I make all of these tools work together in a system that helps me stay on track, be effective, and do what's important to me? That is a big piece of productivity. But when we focus too much on building a system around tools, because a lot of the advice is centered around tools, you run into a number of issues, including potentially causing those tools to function like a nagging person in your life. We discussed a lot of this more in depth in a recent episode called The Center of Your System. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I'll give you a quick hint. The center of your system is you, not your tools. And a lot of times when we build systems in productivity, we tend to focus too much on the tooling in those systems and getting those tools to work together instead of focusing on the broader outcomes, which is, am I staying on track? Is this helping me get work done? Or am I spending too much time building a system when I could be spending a little bit more time getting 
actual work done that matters to me. Another trend I've seen with productivity advice is that it's often too focused on fads around pursuing success and wealth. In the previous episode, we discussed why emulating a multi-billionaire like Elon Musk might not be the best option for your productivity. But a lot of people are fascinated with people at that level and they want to replicate their lives because they feel like that if they replicate and do what hyper-successful people have done, that they will become hyper-successful themselves. There is an element of truth to that, but just copying somebody's habits or productivity system who is very successful doesn't necessarily make you successful yourself. Additionally, the pursuit of success and wealth often leads us into the state where we put success and wealth at the very forefront of our lives. Now, if you've decided that that's something for you and you want to forsake other things being in that top spot, that's totally okay. But for me and for most people, I think that there are other things that deserve to be in that top spot. And additionally, I'm also of the mind that success and wealth is a byproduct of something else you are doing, not the end result that you are seeking. For example, success and wealth is the outcome of having a business that runs well. And you have a business that runs well by helping people. And if you're helping people, they'll take care of you. That is just how the world tends to work. If you're out there, if you're helping people do a great job or helping people be better, helping people fix a problem that they have, they will pay you. And if you take care of them, they'll take care of you. But with this whole fascination of success and wealth and this whole productivity culture and this growth hacking and biohacking culture that's been built around it, there's, I mean, it's very popular because people are looking for solutions in these areas. But, but more often than not, the solutions you're looking for are not found in somebody else's lifestyle. They're found in analyzing the problems that you have to try to figure out what's going to work best for you. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Additionally, it's too focused on efficiency. People selling productivity systems are often selling it with the perspective of you can get 10 times the amount of work done in the same amount of time or never miss an email again. These kind of taglines, while are very enticing and are very likely to get someone to push the buy button on a course or a buy button on a book, they're often misrepresentative of the holistic picture of productivity. There is a finite level of efficiency that you can get without spending more time on your productivity systems and tweaking all of that than actually getting your work done. Additionally, consuming too much advice prevents you from digging into your own problem. If you don't ever get clarity on the problem at hand for yourself, just consuming advice with this broad generalization idea of the problem that you're having in your life may lead you down multiple paths to solutions that don't actually work for you. And lastly, there are no one-size-fits-all solutions for productivity problems. A prime example of this is I've heard folks say that there's only one person in the world that getting things done works perfectly for, and they're alluding to David Allen because it's a system that he's built for himself. But then he replicated that so other people could pick it up. Now, that's not to put David Allen or getting things done down, but it's more in alignment with the idea that everybody processes information differently. How I construct my system may work for me, but it doesn't necessarily work for you. We did a recent episode on this called Building a Good Enough System. It's centered largely around this idea that your system should work for you. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to fit all cases, and it definitely doesn't have to apply to everyone. And if someone is telling you that, hey, this productivity system worked for me, it'll work for you, I would raise some questions to that in my mind. All right, so I've just spent a bunch of time outlining some issues 
issues with focusing too heavily on productivity advice. Productivity advice, though, is not bad in and of itself. You can take an approach that someone else uses and pull good ideas from it. You can also take an approach that someone else uses and leave the bad ideas on the table because not every idea is great. I'll be fully honest with you. Just about every workflow episode that I've done, either for uh, Tim Stringer at Learn OmniFocus or Francesco D'Alessio, every time I share my workflow somewhere publicly, six months later, I look back at that and I say, what was I thinking? That was really convoluted from my mind. And I know it's enlightening for other people to see how others do productivity work. That is a really good thing. We can glean ideas from each other to try to better our own systems. But the issue is that sometimes that person's system like mine can be a little convoluted for them even. And then if you put it in someone else's context, it might be even more convoluted and cause them more problems and have more friction. But the point here is that we can use productivity advice to gather information, to make assessments of what might be good for our system, and then integrate those ideas in as we see fit. Now, there are some alternatives to seeking productivity advice for solving problems in your life or in your productivity system. I have three of them here that I wanted to share with you today. First, and this is probably the most important one for me, is to just sit with your problem for a while. Spend more time defining it. When you're feeling friction in your system or something is not working for you, journal it out. Let it sit for a while. Let it simmer. Don't feel like you have to solve that problem right now. Instead, spend more time defining it because a problem clearly defined will eventually have an evident solution. The more time you spend solving a problem too, the more you whittle it down to the core roots of it, meaning you're actually going to deal with the real problem at hand versus just the surface problem. Another solution is to find an appropriate starting point in your system and just start experimenting little by little. A recent experiment that I've undertaken is time blocking. I've talked about time blocking a number of times on the podcast in the past and how I'm not a big fan of it, but I've felt like there's this need in my life to be a little bit more focused. And one of the solutions to that problem has been to try to figure out a way that time blocking could work for me. So what I've done is I've just taken the starting point of I want to start time blocking. I'm going to experiment with it. I'm going to spend two to three weeks doing this. And there we go. I research how to do time blocking. And then I just started doing it. Try to figure out, does this work for me or not? And the last solution that I have for you here too, and this is probably the most high level, maybe practical, but it requires a little bit of thought when you're looking at productivity advice is to avoid fads like the plague. And fads can be new tools or new approaches or whatever hot, trendy, successful person or process there is. I mean, this can be things like agile development or personal Kanban, or it can be getting things done. It can be a brand new tool on the market like craft. It can be a new update to a tool. Like if OmniFocus 4 came out tomorrow, it'd be like, oh, we got to look at OmniFocus 4. Or if Things 4 came out tomorrow, then ooh, let's take a look at that. Even if you're using pen and paper or if you're using Todoist. Avoid those kind of fads or jumping ship from tool to tool to tool as much as possible when you're trying to solve productivity problems because those things can derail you from what's most important, which is one, getting the work done, and two, staying on track with what's most important to you in your life. This can be your family, this can be something spiritual, this can be something broader picture than just getting tasks done throughout the day. I'll reiterate, productivity advice in and of itself is not a bad thing. However, with it being often too focused on tools and systems or pursuing success and wealth, selling you efficiency, when in reality what you need is to be able to solve your own 
problem that you're having in your system or in your life, when we focus too much on productivity advice in and of itself, we often lose the benefits that we can find from solving a problem ourselves. Now, it's okay definitely to get help. And if you're interested in getting help, remember, sign up for our community at community.effectiveremotework.com. That wraps things up for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Again, my name is Justin with Effective Remote Work. I'll talk to you in the next one.